Welcome to the Silver Screen Guide Podcast. Join Corbin and Alan, along with guest hosts, as they bring their love for the cinema to discuss films from every genre and decade. Learn about the history of the film, little-known facts, and insightful explorations while they enjoy discussing your favorite film. The curtain is rising and your podcast is starting. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your guide to the silver screen. Hi, this is your host, Alan, and this is your guide to The Dark Knight Rises from 2012. Now, writing off the coattails of the release of the mega success of The Dark Knight in 2008, the president of Warner Bros., Jeff Robinov, hoped that a third film would happen. Nolan, however, wasn't so ready for it, claiming that he wanted the story of the final installment to keep him emotionally invested, saying how many good third films in a franchise can people name? Even going as far as saying that he didn't think that doing a third would be possible in his book, The Art and Making of the Dark Knight Trilogy. No one signed on for the third film, however, and by 2008, he had a rough outline for the story. Studio executives wanted the Riddler to be the main villain, hoping to capitalize with Leonardo DiCaprio, but no one had a different idea. He wanted to do a lesser-known villain from the Batman franchise, and decided to go with Bane. No one contrasts the Joker and Bane, saying that the Joker was an example of diabolical chaotic anarchy and has a devilish sense of humor, whereas Bane was more of a classic movie monster with a terrific brain. With the script being inspired by Charles Dickens' A Tale of Two Cities, by the end of 2010, no one had his script ready and production had begun. Jonathan Nolan returns to write, along with Wally Feister, production designer Nathan Crowley, editor Lee Smith, and composer Hans Zimmer. Whereas the first two Dark Knight movies featured Chicago as Gotham City, this time around it was split between New York and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Marketing The Dark Knight Rises began with the launch of the official website in 2012, which removed one pixel per tweet with using the hashtag TheFireRises, which users could only find by solving a riddle that displayed an image of Bane. The opening playing scene was shown before IMAX prints of Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, and on July 20th, 2012, The Dark Knight Rises was finally released in theaters. Unfortunately, however, in Aurora, Colorado, a gunman had opened fire at a midnight showing of the movie, saying that he identified as the Joker when police apprehended him. In a response, Warner Bros. canceled premieres in Paris, Mexico, and Japan, and many television networks halted ads for the movie. Despite the circumstances, The Dark Knight Rises went on to be extremely successful. With a budget of $230 million, its opening weekend it garnered in $160.8 million, domestically $448.1 million, foreign markets with totals at $636.3 million, with a worldwide total of $1.1 billion in the box office. In terms of its ranking in the box office, its first week, of course, it came out number one, um, with the second being Ice Age Continental Drift, the third being Amazing Spider-Man, the fourth being Ted, and the fifth being Brave. Week two is held strong at number one, uh, with Ice Age at number two, The Watch being its first week, coming out at number three, The Step Up Revolution also in its first week, coming out at number th- four, and Ted at number five. Week number three, it's still sitting at number one, with Total Recall and Diary of a Wimpy Kid Dark Days coming out th- those weeks at two and three, respectively. Number four was Ice Age, number five was The Watch. And week four, it dropped down finally to number three, where The Board Legacy was finally released, along with the campaign, which topped one and two, respectively. Hope Springs was also released this week at number four, and Total Recall at number two. IMDb score was at an 8.4, keeping it a strong number 70 in the top 250. Metascore at a 78. Rotten Tomatoes with an 87% critic score, 90% audience score. Cinema score at an A, and Letterboxd at a 3.7. Thank you listeners for coming along with me as I have been your guide to the history and legacy of this film. 
Now that you know the story of The Dark Knight Rises, make sure to subscribe to the podcast because this coming Monday, Corbin and I will be reviewing the full film of The Dark Knight Rises to finally conclude the Dark Knight trilogy, but not necessarily to conclude the Christopher Nolan retrospective, as the week after that we'll be reviewing Interstellar, and following that we'll be reviewing Dunkirk for the lead up to the world premiere of Tenet. So get subscribed if you want to hear those reviews, and we'll see you in the next one. Hey listeners, it's Corbin. Don't forget to check out the exciting links in the description below that will connect you with more great movie reviews for your listening pleasure and our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter page. And of course, our official website where you can read great articles and sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Also, if you want exclusive bonus content such as extra movie reviews, movie commentaries, and our thoughts on the latest movie news and trailers, plus more, then check out our Patreon page. It's a great way to help keep this show free, and it gives you great content that's yours to keep. All of that and more is found in the description below. Don't forget to subscribe whether you're on YouTube, Apple, Google, or Stitcher, or your favorite podcast service. And while you're at it, please leave us a five-star review so other movie lovers can more easily find our podcast. We love talking about movies, and we love talking about them with you. So don't forget to share with your friends and family, and we'll see you next week, listeners. The Silver Screen Guide podcast is edited and produced by Alan and Corbin. Intro and outro music is created by Thomas Rankin. The thoughts and opinions herein expressed are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent those held by Silver Screen Guide. Silver Screen Guide is not affiliated with any company or individual involved with the creation of this movie or TV show. No portion of the podcast may be used without express written permission from Silver Screen Guide.